do you lean on? Is it your own ways and your own skills and your own knowledge? Hi, welcome back. This is Charlene with Sound Bites with Charlene, Wisdom in the Word. That's our question for this week. What are you leaning on? What are you trusting in? It's a follow-up from our last podcast just a bit. We talked about reliance upon things other than God, but today's just a wee bit different. And our scripture is Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. And in all your ways, if you acknowledge Him, He will direct your path. Well, you know, there's a lot in those two verses, an awful lot of instruction and what are we to do uh, in our everyday life and when we're facing a situation where we have to make a decision, where we have choices to make, um, or we're not sure what choice to make, or do we just wait upon the Lord? Well, sometimes we do have to literally wait upon the Lord. And that's one of the ways in which we can lean not to our own understanding is we can get His Word out and we can search it out to determine what God actually says about a circumstance, a situation. You know, there's so many passages all throughout the Bible that help us if we would but seek him out and seek out that word of wisdom, that guiding light, as the word is called, as a uh, lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And it said in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, I just quoted it, that our pathway would be directed by God if we are doing exactly what it says leaning not into our own understanding and acknowledging Him in all of our ways. Okay, so let's break it down. There are a lot of things in which might tempt us and cause us to um, say, well, I can figure this out. I can fix it myself. I know what to do. You know, I've got the experience. I've got the knowledge. And I've been through this before. And so I'm just going to, hey, I'm going to do what I think I'm supposed to do. Well, you know what? Someone who was really, really wise, such as Solomon, and, and who God told us that he was the wisest man and would be the wisest man on earth forever, was put in a situation in order to determine what the right thing to do was. And it was that wisdom from God that allowed him to know what was truthful and what was not, to know people's behaviors, to understand how we function over um, a certain period of time, uh, how we might actually respond. And so there were two mothers, and and there was one baby, and one claimed to be the mother and wanted the child, and 
and the other said no it's mine and and so Solomon did something which gosh as a parent we would never want to do but he actually said well what if we take this child what if we put this child to death and of course the the real mother the only mother said no I I will do whatever I need to do. Don't hurt my child. Immediately her response was what would have been for one who loved and cared for their child. Whereas the other one was only um, self-focused and greedy and concerned about her uh, her own life. And so with that sort of wisdom, Solomon knew what to say. He knew what to ask, and he knew how to uh, take that whole situation that was about uh, someone in his kingdom as the king. And so we need to do the same thing. I know you're thinking, well, I'm not a king, and I don't have a kingdom. And, well, yeah, we do. Are you a follower of Christ? The Word of God actually says that we are to be kings and priests. And so what does that mean? It means that we are to rule over our entire being, our mind, our will, our emotions, over our finances, over our family, over our uh, jobs, over our home, every single thing that God has given us. We are to be the one that is responsible and held accountable by God for those things. And so we want to make sure that we are getting the best and using the knowledge and using the wisdom and discernment discerning between good and evil over certain situations that come up in our lives where we don't have all the facts maybe we don't have every single thing that we need to determine what is the best decision so let's go back to The main part of this that I felt we were to focus on for this podcast was leaning not to our own understanding. Think about leaning. You're depending upon, you know, if I lean on, uh, you know, I'm standing in a long line and I'm really, really having to wait a long time and I really would like to lean on something. There's a table over there next to me. So I'm going to lean. I'm going to put my pressure. I'm going to put my weight. I'm going to put everything onto that. And basically what it is, is you're rolling the burden off I'm taking the the burden off of my feet, off of my legs, off of my back, and I'm putting it over onto something else that has the ability to hold me up, that has the ability to withstand the weight. Are you getting it now? Yeah. That's why God says to us, I don't want you to lean to your understanding because you don't have full knowledge of everything that is going on around you. That you have what is in front of you. You have maybe some of the facts and maybe you don't have everything you need because it's not all in place yet. God's still working it out. You need to know what are you going to do about a job, the next place you're to go to work, the assignment that you are to have. 
and it's just not really clear to you. It seems like the doors are are closed right now. But you know what? God holds today and tomorrow. He is the one that holds the future. And so that's why he gives us his word to say, if you lean on me because I'm your burden bearer, then you don't have to carry that weight of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do tomorrow? What do I do today? Well, he says to us in Matthew, uh, he tells us to not worry about tomorrow. You know, sufficient is the evil today. We don't like to think about that, but that's, that is what it says. And where he tells us to, to trust in him with all of our hearts. That's what it says. Trusting in him, leaning not to our own understanding. It's all the same progression in that if we can trust in God, just like I trusted that table to hold me up, how much more is the God of the universe, the creator, my loving heavenly father, how much more is he going to take care of me? That's what the scripture Matthew 6 says to us is, um, look at the birds of the air. Look how I feed them. Look at the lilies, how beautiful they are. And, you know, I water them and I give them sunshine and I take care of this. And it said, don't worry about where you're to eat or to drink or where you're even to lay your head or the clothes that you're to wear. You know, we get stressed over the, the smallest of things sometimes when really, if you will look beyond your circumstance and look beyond the immediate issue and say, God, I am choosing today. I am not going to lean on anything that I know of any skill that I have, any knowledge that I have, any experience that I've had, or whatever you may have done in the past for me, other than to say that I can trust you because you have been faithful to me in the past. And so let's finish with that today. Just acknowledging the fact that God is trustworthy. That He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly more than we can ask or think. We just need to get our, quote, ducks in a row. And that means putting God first. That means trusting that what He said in His Word is true. And that His Word is that light unto our path. And as He directs our path for us each and every day, if we would but start out that day and say, God, I don't know what the day holds. I have some plans. I know I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be there. And these are certain things I had on my agenda. And But you know, things don't always work out that way. But God's still God. And he still cares. And he will never, ever leave you or forsake you. And so a trustworthy God says, trust me with all of your heart, with your possessions, with your mind, with your body, with your spirit man, with your relationships, with your future. Because isn't that what this is about? If you're listening to this, you're alive today. 
and therefore you have a future. And his future plans are always good. Jeremiah 29 11. There is a hope that he has for us and the plans are good. So we just say today, Father, I don't know what is coming. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do in the future. But I know today that I have breath in this body and I want to give you thanks for that. I want to give you thanks that I can ask you for help and Holy Spirit is the helper will guide and direct me and direct my pathway not to the right or not to the left but straight away to that path that is filled with hope and filled with courage and strength and wisdom because I'm asking for it today for those that are listening and for myself and whatever we are to do just as a parent if I want my child to do something I need to give them instruction so beloved will you understand that today if nothing else that when the father is ready for you to move or to do something specific he will give you instruction and it will be clear and it will be concise and there will be no doubts in your mind that you have heard from the living God who loves you and cares for you more than anything on the face of the earth. Okay, that's it for today. Wrapping up, sounding off, Sound Bites with Charlene, Wisdom in the Word. Okay, join us again next week, would you? Lydia's House of We're getting ready to do some new things on the prophetic in another few weeks and getting ready to start something live very, very soon. So listen up, check out the website, and if you are inclined, would you sow into the ministry if this has encouraged you, if this has helped you at all? Share, follow, and you can uh, give your donation, your offering uh, on the website lydiashousesion.org so we can keep this going. And remember, I love you, but God loves you more.